what's up all my bad about it people welcome to about that life podcast with your girl coach sheen i like to welcome all of my existing listeners as well as my new listeners i know that it has been a while it's been about a month since i picked up this microphone and recorded a podcast episode so I'm excited to be back on here talking to you guys, and I hope you guys are excited for some new wisdom, some new info, just some new knowledge, um, just about everything about life. If you're new here, we just talk about everything dealing with life. This is a spiritual platform. You won't get no junk. You won't get no cursing. It is all spiritual. It all comes from God. I do cut up a little bit, but I'm going to talk about Jesus on this platform. So if you're not about, you know, that life, then, you know, it's okay. It's, um, it's cool. I just want to let you know ahead of time that we do talk about God a lot and that it is spiritual, but I do, I am still human. I'm a down to earth person and I just give you what God gives me. Again, if you're new here, this is not my podcast. This is God's podcast. So whatever he tells me to say, I say it. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. You know, you got to take that up with him. But whatever he tells me to say, I'm going to say it Um, again. And whatever he tells me to do, if he tells me not to record a podcast episode for like a whole month and rest, I'm going to do that. And that's exactly what I just did for like a whole month. And every time I felt myself trying to get up and record an episode and you know, every time God downloaded something in me and I was like, oh God, that's got to be the next episode. He would always say, yep, that's going to come. Um, but I need you to rest. And when God tends to tell me to rest, whenever I take a break to rest, y'all, it always sets me up for like a lot of work. I feel like that I'm getting ready to birth something that God has impregnated me with and spiritual pregnation, spiritual, a spiritual pregnancy. Um, I feel like that God is about to do something great. Um, and every time that happens, I go on, I'm almost like on bed rest. So, um, I've been resting for like a month. Um, and I know that's weird. Like I know people probably are like, you were sleeping all day, every day for a month. I wasn't sleeping. I just wasn't really, I wasn't working, um, on my business. I wasn't coaching, even though I was still, I still had people that were reaching out to me and still kind of coaching in a way, but I just still wasn't, I wasn't working. I wasn't recording a podcast. I wasn't doing anything, everything create creativity, creative, um, that God downloaded in me. I put it in my notes so that whenever I came back, um, from my break or from my maternity leave, whatever, I haven't even birthed it yet, but whatever God is doing right now, hasn't told me yet, you know, but I, all he, all I know is that when he gives me a season of rest, a time of rest, a long period of rest and allowing me to not really do much, um, I know that there is something else coming. I've had this to happen to me plenty of times before where he was like, rest now because this is going to happen later. And so, um, I I do know of a few things that are coming down the pipeline that um, I'm excited about that I'm going to be doing. Um, And so, yeah, so the rest was good, but I missed y'all and I hope y'all missed me. Um, I do have people that still check on me if they don't get a podcast episode at least once a month or something. They're like, oh, where is the podcast? What's going on with the podcast? So, um, and I just think that it's good to be obedient to God when God says rest. And I think that 
we live in a society where we are told to work, work, work. Um, don't, you know, don't stop because then people are going to forget about you. The thing about it is whenever, again, this is God's podcast, right? So can't nobody forget about this. If you forget about it, then that's on you. Again, take it up with him. But you can't forget about the things that God has control over. And so um, I, I'm glad that I finally learned that because I was learning from social media. Uh, I was learning from other people and everything God tends to show me. Um, he tends to show me like, nah, I didn't, I didn't say that. This is what I want you to do, you know? And so I want to learn more from, from God, get my wisdom, my wise, my wise counsel and everything, um, just from God, you know? So I don't know. I don't know. I can't wait to share with you guys what it is God is doing. Um, when he tells me to share, but Hey, we'll wait and see when he um, allows me to release that to you guys. Like I said, I missed y'all. Y'all need to follow me on social media because I have come back to social media. But what I can say is that when I think if y'all remember, I took a social media detox at the beginning of the year and I did it for all of quarter one and just a part of quarter two. Um, but I know how to disconnect on my own from social media. I know how to take time and how to do a few hours here or not even a few, you know, maybe a a couple of minutes here and a couple of minutes there. I know how to take my time away without having to take long periods of time away or I know how to post and get off um and not scroll and waste time endlessly just scrolling doing nothing um but yeah follow me on social media I'm on TikTok I love TikTok if I haven't told y'all that before and I know that I have but I really love it because there's nobody there that I know like, that is so awesome. Like, I don't know these people. These aren't people that live in Raleigh, North Carolina. They're not people that live in North Carolina. They're not people that live in Wilmington. Um, they're not people that live where I live. Or if they are, I don't know them. I never met them before. And they don't know me. And they don't know my family. They don't know anybody that I know. It's good to meet new people. I am having fun with meeting new people um, on social media. And people who are, I, I would say, like-minded. Um, because these people in, obviously enjoy the same things that I enjoy. It's one thing I like about the TikTok algorithm. Because it gives you the things that you Um, that you like. And so I see a lot of um, spiritual content. I see a lot of relationship content. I see a lot of recipes and stuff like that. TikTok made me do it. TikTok made me make some good empanadas last night and they were skinny empanadas because your girl is on a diet. Okay. Um, Spiritual diet physical diet, mental diet, everything. Hey, that's a good, mm, that is a good podcast episode, dieting, but not just, you know, from food, but from other things. Okay, good. Got you. Um, But yeah, so I like TikTok. Follow me on there. I said that already, but I didn't tell y'all my username. It's the Sheena Reed. Follow me on Instagram as the Sheena Reed. Remember, my last name is spelled R E I D. And follow me on Facebook. Um, Facebook, I'm just up there as Sheena Reed. Um, R E I D is the last name. You guys can email me. Email me anytime that I go ghost off of the show or 
anything like that or you know if i'm in a season of rest and you guys aren't getting a podcast episode listen to the old ones because they're really good they're always good to go back and listen to listen to those um however if you have something that you know that you want to reach out to me about if you have a prayer request or concerns or you just need some encouragement and you're not on social media because I do realize there are people that have no ties to social media email me I think everyone has email email me at info info at sheena lre.com and I can just respond to you there like I can um if you need words of encouragement I can encourage you through there if you need me to pray for you I will pray for you um just let me know your prayer concerns um yeah so that is it that's all I've been doing the summer is here I don't know where you guys live if it's crazy hot but it has been really hot here. And I don't know if since the last episode, if I told y'all we got a puppy, but yeah, we got a puppy. And I think I may have mentioned it, but I can't remember. We got a puppy. She is keeping us lit around here, keeping us live and active. Um, so our family is just, has just grown and I just love it. We've been spending a lot of family time together. Um, last month I had a lot going on we had graduations, we had birthdays and beach trips and all kinds of things like that. And so I'm excited about summer this summer. I actually get to, um, spend a lot of time with my biological father side of the family which is really good because I don't get to spend much time with them because they don't really live close by. But um, we're spending time on a family vacation this summer that I'm really excited about. Um, There's a lot coming up. There's a lot coming up for my kids, a lot coming up for my husband. Um, The summer is just going to be awesome. And I just look forward to, you know, just spending it, doing what I do with these kids these kids, these kids, they're home today. They're out of school for the summer. Now, if you guys don't know, if you don't have kids, I'm just going to tell you right now. Now it's probably not a good time to have children. First of all, there is a shortage on baby formula because for some reason, this government that we live in, they just don't really want us to have kids, right? So they was arguing about abortions and blah, 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 how we should have abortions and how abortion should be legal. And now they have miraculously taken away all of the baby formula. So now you can't even feed the kids that you've decided to have. Anyway, that's a discussion for another day. But I just think that this government just has way too much control and they just don't want us to have any kids. Just that's just what it is. But if you don't have kids, probably not a good time to have them because the shortage, but also because the food is really high. And we have kids. We have three kids. They're out for the summer, which means that they're going to eat a lot. They're growing. They're 12, two 12 year olds and one 16, soon to be 17 in literally like three days. Like, um, hey, reconsider the kids at the moment. <laughs> But if God tells you to have kids, have kids, because he's always going to provide. And that's what I see right now. I'm not worried about anything um, because I know that God is a provider. I know that he will speak to me and tell me what I need to do to be prepared in certain situations. And so I just, you know, am excited. I hope you guys have wonderful things planned for this summer. Uh, I'm going to start rambling. I'm going to stop catching up with you guys because, you know, when you miss somebody, you just kind of fill them in on everything that they've got going on in life. I'm just going to jump right in to the show. Um, If you're new here, I share a wow moment on every episode. Wow stands for words of wisdom because I really think that everyone needs to use good wisdom when making decisions. And so, um... Yeah, this week's wow moment was one of those things where it kind of just, again, things that fall into my spirit. I'm not really even thinking about 
what the next episode is going to be about or what the next wild moment is going to be about. These things are really wild moments. They literally catch me by surprise. It's like, oh, God, this is what you mean. Or, oh, this is what I should do. Or this is what the people need to know or whatever. And so um, it's literally one of those things where I had this wild moment. Just it dropped off in my spirit. The wild moment for this week is... It's okay to start over. And I think that people need to understand that, right? I think that people need to know that you can start over at any given time, okay? Um, If God called you to do something and you did not feel like you were equipped to do it at the time that he called you to do it, Here's one thing, answer the call because God is only going to call you to things that he has, he is equipping you for. And it may not look right at the moment. It may confuse you. It may confuse the people around you. Um, But answer the call. Do not hesitate to answer the call. If you fumble your calling, start over. Um, Ask God, how can I start again? God, help me to start again. And I think that people need to understand that it is okay to start over. We start something and then we don't finish because, oh, it wasn't as successful as we thought it was going to be. Um, we It didn't look the way I thought it was going to look. Um I see a lot of times that I'll give you this analogy from kids, you know, drawing pictures or doing artwork, right? When I was a kid or I have kids now, I remember sitting down with my children and helping them to write out their ABCs. And when you're first learning how to write, everything isn't perfect. You don't know how to write a good A. I have a left hand, I have two left-handed kids and they wrote um, their C's backwards and their L's backwards always. And, um, it was okay. I let them know that it was okay. Let's start over on a new page. Let's start again. And every time that they may have did it wrong, wrote it the wrong way or whatever, let's start over learning how to ride a bike you start in the pedal and maybe you slip off. Okay, let's start over. Let's start again. It's one of those things that you can start as many times as you want to until you get that thing down packed. Um, I just don't want people to start and then stop and then give up um, just because it doesn't look how we thought that it would look just because you're not getting the support that you thought that you would get. And I think that we live in a society where we feel like everybody is support, supposed to support us. And why aren't they supporting me? Why aren't they, why do they think this about me? And I'll tell you, um, with, with myself, um, even in, in my marriage, I will say that we had to start over And this time we started over literally using everything that we had that had broken us, right? We're using everything that we had that put us on the verge of divorce, using every tool that we knew that God had given us to make this marriage the best marriage ever, to make this marriage the marriage that he called it to be, to do everything that God has told us to do, right? So we basically started over. Um, we don't re- we didn't restart the years because baby, we coming up on thirteen years married and then twenty one years together in total. Um, but we started over with new feelings. We started over with, you know, with new emotions and we started over with new trust and new peace and new comfort. We just literally started again. Um, and so I just look at that and I say, I say that to say, whenever we started over, because whatever we thought was ending and thought was going to be dead, other people seen the dead part of the relationship. So when we started over, it was kind of questionable, like, 
well, wait, you know, this marriage was just dead, you know, uh, it was spiritually dead. It was physically dead. And just, you know, it was, this marriage was just dead. It was falling apart, whatever. And I felt like that people were going to look at it and say this, how can you start over? And they weren't going to be supportive of us starting over. Right. Um, not that we needed them, but sometimes I thought about that, um, and how it looked and what it would look like. And God was literally calling this marriage to this. He created this marriage to be a ministry. Right. And I didn't know that my husband didn't know that we didn't know that at the time. All we knew is that God was doing something in us and he was using us for his glory. It's a situation that we put ourselves in. Um, he turned it around for our good and used it for his glory. Right. And so that he gets the glory out of it, but he allowed us to start over and this time starting over. I didn't, I don't care. In the beginning, the enemy tried to give me doubt. The enemy tried to um, discourage me from starting over. Um, the enemy just really told me not to start over, that that was it, you know, um, the, to move on, find you somebody else. A matter of fact, don't even find nobody else. Be by yourself, you know, um, it, and tried to trick me into thinking that it was okay and that I couldn't start over and that if I started over that the, it wasn't going to be the same. The trust wasn't going to be there. Um, the love wasn't going to be there, that it was going to be difficult to start over. And um, God proved that the devil was a lie, right? Just y'all, God really proved that the devil was lying to me the devil was tricking me. The devil was mad as hell at me for going back. And so, you know, start over. That's my wow moment. Start over. Do it a thousand times. Do it how many ever times you got to do it until you get it right. There is no perfect way. Only thing I can tell you is to do it God's way. I wholeheartedly believe in doing things in partnership with God, especially when we talk about, you know, businesses and we talk about relationships and things like that. I think people are so quick to start businesses, start getting relationships and things like that. And we don't consult with God, even down to friendships. When we're talking about relationships and talking about friends to God, are these really my friends? You know, are the, who are they? Did you send them? Teach me and tell me how I'm supposed to handle these people in my life. There are people that I have in my life right now that I have to ask God. God, help me to handle them. Teach me to handle them. Teach me how to talk to them. Teach me how to communicate with them because maybe I'm not supposed to over communicate with them. I'm not supposed to overshare with them because we get comfortable with friends and we give a lot of information to them and tell them a lot. You know, because that's your friends. You want them to know, hey, this is what's going on in my life. This is what God is doing because you're my friend. I know you're not going to tell anybody. And then who go, your friend may go home and be like, why is that happening for her? Why is this? No. Go to God and ask him, how do I handle this person? So I just really believe um, that partnering with God in your business, um, in your relationships, your with your spouses, your your sisters, your brothers, your friends, you know, your your immediate family, whoever it is, even down to your pastors. God, how do I handle this relationship? How do you want me to handle this relationship? 
because everything, um, every relationship is unique, is different, and <clears throat> it needs to involve God in it and in order for it to be successful. And I think that whenever we have conversation with God about our relationships and our people and our businesses, we will get better understanding. It sets our expectation um, for these things because we won't be upset when the relationship ends maybe it is only seasonal because God will show you you're only going to be in this person's life for a short period of time because I need you to teach them something you're only going to be at this place at this job for a certain amount of time because I need to introduce you to someone there I need you to see something there I need you to pick up something there and then I'm going to move you on to the next assignment so engaging God in all of that um, it helps you whenever you're getting started and then when you have to start over you know a lot of people don't like to start over we don't like to God literally told Joseph to take his family and move like every time like he would send a spirit to the dream uh, to him in his dreams and he literally told him every time that he wanted him to move and go somewhere else can you imagine how many times that man had to start over um with his family not just him but with his family and a newborn king <laughs> jesus being born he's telling him like hey get up and go here because such and such is going to happen. And he could have been so selfish and, and so wrapped up in himself, right? That he would have been like, I don't want to start over. I ain't starting over. And I think that that's what we do. We do that a lot. I ain't starting over. That's too much. I'm moving. Oh my God, I got to move again. I got to start over. I got to meet new friends. I got to do this. I got to do that. You're thinking about everything else and ain't even listening to God because God said go. God said start over. God said start that over again. Do it again. Do it again. Again, back to my kids. It's been so many things that I had to tell them to do it over again. Start over again. You're learning each time that you start again. So it's nothing wrong with starting again. You just have to not give up and quit on that thing. So that's the wild moment. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I really, really, really enjoyed um, that moment. I can't couldn't think of a better time than to talk about starting over um, because a lot of people are in their seasons where they need to be starting something new or starting over again, starting relationships over again, starting new jobs and um, starting over with, you know, what they with their career or something. It's just I think there's a lot of people that are just really confused about starting over and starting again that they just give up and so um I just been coming into a lot of contact with a lot of people that you know I just been hearing as oh I gotta start this you know gotta start this again or I don't know if I'm gonna do this again or whatever and and there has actually been, um, with me being back on social media, I have seen some people that I really enjoy buying products from that just kind of let their um, business go because maybe it wasn't growing, you know, and I understand that. But again, whenever we talk about God calling us to do something and we and maybe it wasn't from God, right? Maybe that's why it wasn't successful because people try to do things in their own way and doing it without God. So that's why it was it wasn't successful. Um, however, you start over. 
um, and this time do it with God, um, do it with wisdom, um, do it with knowledge and understanding this time. It is okay to start over this time. You're not starting from scratch. You're starting, um, from knowledge and understanding. Now, you know, you're aware, you know what to do differently. So when you start over the next time is you, you gain each time that you do. Okay. So that's my wow moment. That's it. I do have a message for today and it literally goes with the wow moment. That's why I I be in here like mind blown that God literally be downloading this stuff in me because who am I? God, you want me to say what? Like, mm -mm. you downloaded that in me. I can't even, I still be in here in shock, y'all. I'm not even lying. And we a whole year and some change or even more in um and I'm still just in shock but the message for today is um answering your calling and I think a lot of times that we are confused about when God is calling us to something and the confusion comes in because it doesn't look a certain way and you are not, you don't look like the person to be called to do something. So it's just like how I told y'all about me and, and my marriage and our, you know, my husband and everything on my marriage, um, how God literally called me to be a life and relationship coach with a focus on relationships after my relationship had been so broken and so torn and God called me and I just couldn't even seem to even think about why he would choose me of all people um why didn't he choose the person down the street with the perfect marriage you know why didn't he choose these people that had been married for 50 plus years you know why didn't he choose such and such because I really think that they're a dope couple and I don't really never see them arguing and I don't think they ever wanted you know it don't look like they ever wanted to divorce each other and then um so why are you calling, why are you calling this marriage? Why are you calling this couple? Why are you setting us up? And why are you telling us that this marriage is our ministry? And it's literally because the, this is who God called us to be. This is who God knew that we would be when he formed us in our mother's womb. Um, and no matter what it looks like to everybody else, this is who God wants us to be. And so your calling is literally coming from God and you're missing your calling. And it's something that you don't want to miss out on. You don't want to miss out on what God is calling you to. You don't want to miss out on what God, who God is directing you to. Um, Because your calling literally have, literally has soul's, attached to it. That's what I realized is that this isn't just for me. My calling isn't just for me, but it has a lot of souls attached to it. It has a lot of other marriages attached to it. A lot of marriages that were ordained by God and that the enemy has tricked them into thinking that they no longer can exist and that they are no longer worthy of being in marriages. But the thing about it is when God calls you to be called, and because I like to look up everything, to be called means to designate or name a divine summons. If you've ever been summoned to something or been summoned for court, you know, um, an occupation or vocation, right? A divine summons. I, when I seen that, I was like, oh, a divine summons. That is like, okay, God knocking on the door. Here you've been summons. Here is your calling. Again, if like I said, if you've ever been summoned by someone to um, come to court 
you know, summons by like the um, sheriff or something um, with a subpoena or something like that for you to come to court and testify or, you know, go to jail, you know, <laughs> whatever it is. If you've ever been summoned, you know what that's like. I, like that's somebody coming and knocking on your door and handing you a piece of paper with your name on it with your name on it so imagine God coming to you and saying this has your name this assignment has your name on it it's got Sheena L. Reed on there it's got such and such name on there it's got Tammy Brown on there like literally this this assignment has your name specifically written on it. And that's one thing about when you are summoned by the sheriff, they are not going to the wrong house. They're going to the right house. They're knocking on the right door and they're giving it directly to the person. If I'm not there, they're not handing it to Cameron, who is my son. They're not handing it to Quentin, my husband, they're literally going to come back and let when I'm there, they're going to give me that notice because what they want to do is make sure that I got the notice. They don't want to make sure that, oh, that the message was relayed. No, they want to make sure that I got the notice. That's exactly what God does when he calls you. He calls you by name. He ain't going to, he's not going to Matthew, Mark, John, Luke, any, he is literally calling you by name. If he want Ashley, he, he's going to get Ashley. He's going directly to Ashley. Ashley, this is what I want you to do. It's up to Ashley to say, okay, I'm going to accept this. It's up to me whenever it, someone is summoned from the sheriff department with the subpoena or whatever to come to court that you say, okay, yes, I'm going to show up in court, right? Or whatever. This is when God summons you. Summons. If you think about being summoned, like, I think that if we stop just saying, oh, I, you know, thinking about being called, if we say summons, that's like, you need to do that ASAP. <laughs> I feel like that is like, okay, I better answer that or else they're going to come back again. And again, and again, you know, and it just may not turn out too good or whatever. And so I think that when God calls us to something, we gotta be, gotta stop being afraid to answer the calling because when God calls us to it, he's going to see us through it. He's never going to bring us to something. And, and I say this all the time because I think that people get it confused a lot of the time, right? And so I just think that we have to understand that God ain't going to create in us something and not help us. Like, that's just not what he's going to do. He's not about that type of life, right? So he, whatever he created in us and whatever he called us to do, He's going to walk us through it. He's going to give us the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding. Um, and the reason why we should answer it, don't worry about, oh, me, little old me, raggedy old me, broke me, poor me, high class me, rich me, whatever. Oh, rich me? Oh, you want me to stoop down to the levels of the poor? You want me to do this and that? Listen, let me tell you something. It don't look because we a lot of us not looking through looking at things with spiritual eyes. We're looking at things in the flesh. I see a lot of people that, you know, you, you can speak to someone and you tell them, oh, I'm going, you know, I'm going to start this business. You know, I'm going to start I'm going to start this ice cream truck business. And they like, oh, well, such and such down the street got an ice cream truck. So, you know. But God's already summoned you, right? Not just called you. He summoned you um, to do this. And you're like, oh, well, yeah, you're right. You know, so I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I, I'm not going to do that. You're walking away from the calling. As soon as you let the enemy step in and distract you, because now it doesn't look right. Now nobody else can see how you're going to be successful in this. Now no one else sees, you know, what God is doing here. So you, you walk away from the calling. 
And now you're sitting here and you're like, what did I just do? And now you're seeing the person that you said down the street is, you know, they're still, they're still doing what they're supposed to do. It intimidates people when they don't know what God is doing in your life. It were, it gets people concerned when they can't see how God is going to make something happen. And as I was studying, I was looking at first Corinthians one and it says, take a good look. I'm reading this from the message Bible. First Corinthians one, verse 26 through 31. Take a good look friends at who you are. When you got a call, when you got called into this life. So I'm just going to pause right there and take a minute and say, when I got called into this life, again, I just told y'all, I was a broke down hot mess. I had been running from the calling. Like the thing about it is with this marriage and this relationship, God has been calling us, um, been, been developing us, been pruning us and everything, um, for this moment. And we were running and we were running and we kept running because it never looked that looked how we thought it should look. And why are you choosing me when I like to go to the club? I like to party till 3 a.m. And I'm going to go to church on Sunday. And then I'm probably not even going to read no word all week. And I might pick up the devotion every now and then or whatever. But he was pruning me and he was showing me the whole time. Never took his hands off me. And so when it said, take a good look, friends, at who you were when you got called into this life, I just lost it because I was like, well, you ain't lying about that. And it goes on to say, I don't see many of the brightest and the best among you, not many influential, not many from high society families. Isn't it obvious that God deliberately chose men and women that the culture overlooks and exploits and abuses, chooses these nobodies to expose the holy pretensions of the somebodies. God, what are you doing? What are you doing? How are you using people like me to get out here and talk about your word? How are you using messed up me, jacked up me? How are you using sinful Sheena, shameful Sheena? How are you using, like, uh, I mean, unholy? Like, how are you using me to tell people about marriage, about life? How are you using a person who had a 400 and something credit score at one point to tell people how to get money and build their credit up how are you using me that had to like literally dig my way up to a 720 how are you using me to build to tell people about money and saving when I had was Listen, let me tell y'all something. And I'm just going to be all the way real with y'all. This ain't nothing. And I don't care who laugh about it or what. When I had had a meeting with the bank one time and the woman told me that I literally had like 24 NSFs, insufficient funds on my account in one year, 24. What? How are you even using me to coach people and tell them how to budget and save? And I had 24 NSFs. <laughs> Not currently, y'all. Like over the last few years, like I have learned. I have learned. And that is what I didn't I didn't know that God was pruning me and molding me and literally like pressing and pressing and pressing um to be able to get this oil on that I have on my life I ain't even I'm not kidding y'all 
And I'm not, I'm no longer embarrassed by those things that I can sit up here and tell you about because it asked me a few years ago about 24 NSFs and girl, I would have told you, yeah, I'm balling. Like what? I ain't never had overdraft. What is that? What? Insufficient funds. What? Mm -mm. What do you, what you mean? What you mean? But that goes back to the times when I told y'all that my husband and I weren't even communicating about our finances. So I just felt like I could just overdraft the account or let something go back. And then maybe in a couple of days, it'll roll back around again and I'll have the money in there from that paycheck. Now something else got to be, you know, bounced out again because, you know, again, our lack of communication because I did, we didn't have that communication going on. We were still living separate lives because we didn't make our money one. So we was living in an unnecessary struggle. We was living in a struggle that we put ourselves in. This is not where God had put us, but God dug us out of the hole that we put ourselves in. And so literally, y'all, I think, no, there's still more of this verse. That makes it quite clear that none of you can get by with blowing your own horn before God. Like literally, we can't do this on our on, on our own. Everything that we have, right thinking and right living, a clean slate, a fresh, what? A fresh start comes from God by way of Jesus Christ. That's why we have the saying, if you're not going to blow a horn, blow a trumpet for God y'all and that is it like I'm just telling y'all I'm ending it right there with that because if I'm not doing nothing else blow if you're going to blow a horn blow a trumpet for God and that is all I've been doing ever since if you get on my social media and like I told y'all when I first got on here if you don't want to hear me talk about God then go ahead and exit out you ain't got to worry about turning your notifications on. You ain't got to worry about hearing Sheena voice ever. If you go to my social media page and you follow me on any of my pages, if you don't want to hear me say nothing about God, then go ahead and just exit. Remove yourself. Unfriend me. Block me. Whatever. I, I really don't care because if I'm going to be blowing a horn, I'm blowing a trumpet. Like I already told y'all that before on one of these episodes that God don't play about me because I've seen it. I've witnessed it and y'all have witnessed it too. Some of the people that listen it, that's listening to this show, they know me personally and they know that God don't play about me and they have questioned it. I know that they, I know they have, um, but the same way he don't play about me, I don't play about him. So I'm going to blow the trumpet just like I'm going to blow the trumpet about these kids. <laughs> All three of these kids just got like I'm going to blow the trumpet about this husband of mine and anybody else that is attached to me. That is how I'm going. I'm going 10 times harder for God because God is the reason why I have these people in my life that I go hard for. And so whenever God called me, it didn't look the way that everybody else else thought that it should look. It looked crazy. It looked insane. It sounded weird. And that's why you can't tell everybody about your calling. And you can't tell people and expect them to understand why you And you can't, even you might not understand it. Even you can't understand why. It looks foreign. It looks crazy to you. It sounds weird. God, you sure? Like, I'm, if you anything like me, you're going to ask him a thousand times. God, you for real? Like, be for real. God, be serious with me. (laughs) Because if I'm about to do this, then I'm about to be, I'm probably about to be out here looking crazy. The enemy still try to play with me. The enemy still try to make me think that every time that I post something about God, the people that I used to hang with years ago, looking and saying, oh, she a fake. Not worried about it. I ain't worried about it. I ain't worried about it because I know I've been in the presence of people and they said, I see God in you. I see Jesus on you. I see what God is doing in your life. It's my husband has friends that they say, I see what God is doing for you. They want a piece of it. 
this is because again we blow we blow the trumpet for God because he gets the glory this ain't about me my calling has lives attached to it I can't do that this ain't me doing it for me I'm doing it for God I'm doing it for those souls so that they don't get lost so these marriages don't end up in divorce and people end up dead because of my rejection to my to the calling on my life don't reject the calling answer it say yes to the calling and then do this thing with God you can and then start over y'all when that when the verse said literally and I'm reading this is first Corinthians 1 26 to 31 and when it said everything that we have right thinking right living a clean slate and a fresh start I I'm tell that whole this whole thing just about made me lose it because God literally your calling is like a it's like starting over starting over and this time a clean slate he's giving you a clean slate he's giving you another chance to start over and get it right like the whole thing y'all I it blows my mind because this podcast God literally told me last year and I shared this story before and I'm gonna share it again because I want y'all to understand how real it is in April when I started the podcast um well I started the podcast was releasing episodes kind of fell off the bandwagon because I was like uh I don't really think that nobody you know they're not going to listen and then I got to get up here every you know get on social media every week and promote it and do all that I really don't feel like doing all that you know I don't I don't like asking people for anything and if that means to ask people to support me I really don't want to do it but whatever took a break, came back in October. And this time in October, when I got ready to put my lips up to this microphone, God said, you're going to do it this time with me. You tried to do it the last time because I told you to do it. I answered the call and I said yes to the calling, but I tried to do it my way. This, this show, this week's episode is going to be about this. This week, we're going to talk about this. And when I came back in October, I kid you not, one day I'm going to do a live showing of this show. Um, and I'm going to show you in my notes, every episode, like I have episodes for, for weeks. I have topics for weeks. And I'm sure by the end of the day, I'm going to have another five, 10 <laughs> downloaded in me. I God literally gives me, I could be so much farther along in a lot of the things that I have going on in my life. If I literally just listen and put forth the action that God has given to me because it's so much creativity in me. I'm, I'm going to brag on it because God gave me that. Like, this ain't even a brag about me. This is what God does for me. This is bragging about what God does for me because it, I can't have this without him laying in, laying in the bed. And I got creative, creative, creative things flowing in my mind. I speak to people and immediately I can tell you, oh, God just showed me like this, this, and this, what you, what you're going to be doing in your life or where you should go. And people think I'm crazy. And it's people that still that I have told them, God is doing something in you. Say yes. Answer your calling. It's still dragging their feet. It's okay. That's on you. But I did my job. And so that's all I wanted to tell y'all answer your calling start over this time you start with a clean slate and you start fresh and you start with wisdom knowledge and understanding um you're starting with some peace like peace of mind and everything and so you guys start over answer say yes to the calling and just do it i'm excited for all of my good people um and if you have Guys, I did before I get off, I do need to ask everyone a favor. And I probably should have said this in the beginning. Whatever platform you're listening to me on, rate it. If you're listening to me on Apple, um, on Apple Podcasts, there is a rating um 
box up there where you can give me um how many of our stars if you like it you know how give me some stars there leave me a review um and i would love to see what you guys think or whatever um also on spotify you can do the same thing google podcast anchor whoever you listen to you your to the podcast on i mainly see i see a lot of people listen on apple and spotify I'm looking at those analytics and they listen a lot on Apple and Spotify. But if you listen on Google, cool. Um, leave me a review there. And um, if you listen on wherever, there's so many podcast outlets. Um, but leave me a review about that life podcast. Continue to turn your notifications on. Hopefully this month, y'all, I will have a guest on the show um, to talk to you more about how to how to be about that calling, like how to answer it, you know, just talking, get digging deeper into that. Hopefully I will be able to have um, one of my good friends on the show by the end of the month. Um, but you guys can look for another episode in a couple of weeks um, from me. But until then, let's pray this thing out. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we just thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. God, we thank you for giving us the joy and peace and comfort, God, that you knew that we would need. Lord God, we thank you for the strength that you promised that you would give us, God. God, we thank you for being available to us each and every day. God, we thank you for allowing us to start over. Thank you, God, for calling us into our ministries walking us into our calling and being patient with us, God, as we answer our calling, God. God, we just thank you, Lord God, for putting the right people in our lives, God, connecting us with spiritual like-minded people, Lord God. God, we thank you, Father God, for those people who have answered their calling, Lord God, and those people who are slow to answer their calling, God, I pray right now, Father God, that this show moves on their hearts, God. God, I pray that one person steps into their new season, Father God, of what you have for them, God. God, I pray right now, Father God, that they do it alongside of you, God. God, that no matter what man is saying, no matter what their friends and family is saying, no matter what it looks like God God but they are sensitive to your voice God that they hear from you God and that you that they allow you to lead the way Lord God God we just thank you God for just trusting us God with this calling God and we pray Lord God that we don't fumble this blessing Father God I pray right now Father God for forgiveness God forgiveness of our sins Lord God we repent right now Father God for not using our time wisely God we repent for just thinking that we have so much time to answer our calling God God we repent right now for not thinking about the souls that are attached to our calling father god god we we repent right now for saying no and rejecting our calling lord god god we repent right now for not trusting you with our lives father god and trusting you to guide us god and walk with us and talk with us lord god forgive us lord god forgive us father father god leave a taste so nasty to those sins that we have committed lord god that we don't ever want to touch them taste them ever again lord god in the name of jesus father god i just pray right now father god that you continue to send the right people lord god that you bless my listeners lord god god that you prosper them god that they accept their callings lord god that they start over god with the clean slate god and god that this time they do it with the wisdom knowledge and understanding that you told us that we have um lord god i just pray right now father Father God, for everyone around the world, everyone in this nation, Lord God, I 
plead the blood of Jesus um, from the crowns of the heads to the soles of the feet of these children. If children are still in school, if they're going to summer camps, Lord God, I pray like right now, Lord God, I plead the blood of Jesus over them, God, that there is no tricks or schemes from the pits of hell that will take over them, God, that will take them out of this world, Lord God. God, they can't have, the enemy can't have these children, God. They are protected everywhere they go when they are coming and when they are when they are leaving Lord God God go before each summer camp Lord God God and clear out each person that the enemy sent to work in the summer camp Lord God clear out every building father God that has any um anything that's going to cause these kids to have health issues that's going to have cause them to not have fun Lord God God fix every air conditioner, every God, just make it all new. God, God go before us to these jobs that the kids are going to work at this summer, Lord God, and mold up and create good coworkers around them. Lord God, God, but creating them a new heart, a clean heart, Lord God, God, and help them and guide them as they go throughout their day. As parents can't be with them each and every day, Lord God, we know that the Holy spirit is right there with them, Lord. And Lord, we just pray right now, Father God, your continued blessings, Father God, over our nation, heal our world, heal our president, Lord God, heal each and every person that's walking this nation, Father God, that has not answered their calling to the yes to you, Lord God, who is not saved. I pray for salvation for each and every person that's on this podcast right now. Father God, if there's anyone on this podcast that is not saved, Father God, I pray that they have a supernatural encounter with you, Lord God, and God, that they walk away with um, the gift of salvation. Father, it is in your name that I do pray. Amen. I love you guys.